It is a pleasure to bring in, live from the Cape right now, nice enough to call us on his vacation, a uh, former WILIer. Yeah, that's my new thing. I don't like to say former WILI employee. Uh, Jim Esposito. Good morning, Jim. Thank you so much for taking some time on your on your vacation. How are things up at the Cape right now? Well, they're fabulous. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Cape. I, you, you can't complain. No, you can't complain about the Cape. Was the sun out this early at the Cape, unlike here in uh, eastern Connecticut? Well, actually, you know, we woke up, uh, it was a bright, sunny day, and kind of like where you are right now, there's some clouds, but uh, uh, it's not supposed to rain up here either, so we'll see. Very nice, very nice. Now, this is how uh, Jim and I cross paths, okay? So um, we're at a dinner, my wife and I are at a dinner party a couple weeks ago, uh, mutual friend Ken Davis, hello to Ken if he's listening, him and his wife put on a, a nice little party, and uh, uh, hello to your wife Sue, by the way, Jim, and we're, we're chatting away, and, and, and it's the four of us at one table, and, and all, of, all of a sudden I, I get talking with Jim, I go, so, you know, um, you retire, what did you used to do? And then Jim says radio, he said WILI, wait a minute. And my antenna went up, uh, <laughs> no pun intended. And then, like, Jim and I just, I, I, I apologize. I probably talked your ear off because Jim had so many good stories, not just about WILI back in the day, but just Willimantic radio stories. Now, first of all, Jim, what, how many years, what were the years you were here at WILI? Oh, 70, 76, 77, that, that, that vicinity. Uh, I graduated from UConn, and I was going to move to... Uh, Western New York to take a job um, as a morning man uh, in the morning and a salesperson in the afternoon. Tiny little station out in Western New York. And uh, lo and behold, I heard about an FM radio station signing on in Willimantic, and so I wound up staying there and uh, starting working there. What used to be WXLS, which is now WILI-FM. Right. I ninety eight point three, yes. So you see, yes. X, so you got uh, you did a little XLS, right? Right, right. And and that that was uh, that was an adventure because uh, uh, the antenna for uh, WXLS. I don't know if uh, I ninety eight still uses the same antenna, but it was up on the top of Haus, uh, Hosmer Mountain. Right, right. And we turned that that baby on, and it went right in the color burst of the local. Uh, Channel 4 affiliate. And uh, we learned really quickly that there are a few things that you don't want to mess with when it comes to someone's uh, uh, home and, and life. And TV is one of them. Uh, so it got pretty ugly um, after we turned it on. And we went so far as uh, at one point, uh, we, we turned the station off the air in the fall because the Red Sox were playing in the World Series, <laughs> and it was being broadcast on WN, uh, on NBC out of uh, Providence. Right, right. So it, uh, it it was a little dicey there for a while. That was WX, that was WXLS. They had to be turned off, right? Right. Not the WILI was the two stations at that point were separate. WILI AM uh, was owned by uh, Nutmeg Broadcasting. And uh, WXLS um, was owned by a, a gentleman in Hartford. Okay, now tell us how you uh, came over to WILI. I remember you telling me that story uh, that night we met. Well, it, it, it turned out that uh, it was quite difficult. I, I'm, going to be, I'm going to be nice about this. Quite difficult working for the gentleman who owned that station. Uh, and he had uh, different ideas. 
Yeah, unfortunately, he was from Hartford, and I believe he tried to run the station in the same way you might in a large metropolitan area, and it just wasn't working. It never worked. And so uh, he was miserable uh, because his plan wasn't working. I was miserable because he was miserable for me, to me, because his plan wasn't working. And then I, I got talking to um, your dad and your uncle, and um, it was, uh, I mean, your family is the greatest. I mean, they really are. Oh, thank you. And, I mean, I just, I just, the difference was day and night, and so uh, they made me an offer, and uh, I, I started at WILI. Now, you were there at 76, 77. Uh, talk about uh, the shifts you did. I think, did you do a little news, too? No, 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 no. Oh, no news. I was hired, I was hired as a salesman. Oh, sales. Okay, I thought you were on the air when you told me, and I thought you told me you were on the air a little bit. You know, you, you chip in uh, <laughs> when you need to. And, you know, I had on an ex- air experience, and every so often someone would, uh, you know, get sick uh, at the last minute. And you know that. I mean, you're, right. you're doing it now. And so you kind of have to fill in. And someone said, well, you've been on the air. Could you fill in 6 to midnight? And I said, okay, glad, glad to. You know, I'll do my part. And it was fun. It was, it, the great thing about working at a station uh, such as WILI, you get to do everything. Um, you know, I was in sales, but then I did some on-air work. And then you work directly with your customers. And uh, um, I was creative, and some of my customers liked the, uh, the creative uh, spots and all. So uh, I would write spots, and um, I worked closely at that time with Tom Watts, who was... Uh, oh, yeah, Tom Watts. I think, yeah, he was midday, and he had a phenomenal voice, and I did character voices, and we came up with some crazy stuff uh, for, our, for our clients and had a lot of fun doing it. Now, Jim, I got to ask you this: What was Wayno like back in the uh, in the in the mid to late seventies? <laughs> you must have a Wayno story. Come on. <laughs> well, Wayno, Wayno, you know, Wayno does it all, and and, and he's he's genuinely a, a really nice guy. I mean, genu- uh, You know, you hear him on air, and he's you know nice to everybody, but he's he's that way, you know, one to one. And uh, of course, he's everybody knows he's quite athletic and. Um, I played a couple of uh, baseball games with him, uh, softball games, and um, it, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, it, you, when you get into the heat of it, it gets quite competitive. Oh, yeah. and, and Wayne Wayne is competitive, and um, uh, we, we, had, we had a lot, a lot of fun. He's very competitive, especially in softball. I played on a few of his softball teams uh, with WILI and with WTIC, and he does – yeah, the competitive juices definitely are, are flowing with the big guy. And now uh, well, he's in the Willie Mack Hall of Fame. And did you know he's from Southern California, Jim? Did you know Wayne's from Southern California? I did know that. And, uh, <laughs> but but that's all worn off now. I mean, he right. is truly. Oh, yeah. He is truly Willimantic. So. Yeah. And he defined that yesterday at the Boombox Parade. Now, uh, Jim, we're talking with Jim Esposito. He worked at WILI in 1976-77. Uh, he's uh, you know, worked in a lot of, knows, he's very familiar with Willimantic Radio back in the day. Went on to have a great radio sales career as well. But I, there's another thing i got to ask you, Jim. And uh, thank you so much for giving us a call from the Cape this morning, taking a little few minutes from your vacation. Um, I got to ask you this because, first of all, 
the day after we, 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 we met up and we were talking, and I probably talked Jim Zero, I've kept asking for more stories. I went to my father. I go, how would you not tell me about Jim Esposito? I said, I can't believe it. And, uh, and he says, what do you mean? I said, J-, you know, I, just, I was shocked that I never really heard all, you know, that you worked here and all that. But my father told me, asked me yesterday, he goes, you got to have Jim do his uh, Paul Harvey. We used to we used to do Paul Harvey. We took Paul Harvey for years here on WILI. You heard him in, in the morning during Wayne's show and at noon. I, is it true you do a great Paul Harvey, Jim Esposito? Well, I, I don't know if I do a great Paul Harvey. <laughs> but Come on. The, the, no, no. The way that all came up was we had a, a, a customer on the air who had a cheese shop. And we were coming, we, Tom and I were sitting around and and uh, trying to come up with something creative, and it was around noontime, and Paul Harvey was on. And, of course, he would always say, Paul Harvey, and then there'd be static. <laughs> Good day. And so we came up with Paul Havarti. Oh, that's and right. did a whole shtick for, oh, God, months about uh, cheese names and um, uh, all this thing, uh, um, and, and it, we had a ball. We had a ball. So we always end the spot, Paul Havarti, good day. <laughs> and it was, it was wonderful. And, of course, Paul Harvey was fantastic. You know, if he was talking about something, somebody who unfortunately died, he wouldn't say the man died. He would say he was 33. Yes, you're right. He would do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so when we have, uh, you know, the Camembert is ripe. And so we would do all of this, this takeoff on Paul Harvey for these cheese spots that we did over and over again. Now, these were spoofs and all that. Did, did it ever make uh, the airwaves? Oh, they all did. Oh, they all yeah. did. They were actually on the... These were, these were creative commercials that we did for, I think the name of the store was Cheese and Things, and it was up on Route 44 um, um, where, uh, where that little... Um, that little uh, strip mall is um, as you're coming up to 44, right. the four corners. And he had a little cheese stop, uh, shop next to the package store that was there forever. Bill of Spirits uh, was there uh, at that point. And um, we did, oh gosh, I, I, I had him as a client for a couple of years. And then he moved uh, into Manchester. So we're, uh, we have a few more minutes here with Jim Esposito, uh, who worked at WILI back in the uh, late 70s. You mentioned the great Tom Watts, and I was really young. I was, I used to, you know, my father would bring me down here on Saturday mornings, but I, and I, I vaguely remember Tom, because as I said, I, was, I wasn't even 10 yet. But um, who were some other people that you can recall, uh, you know, just, just having a good time with here? Um, I love the story you told me. <laughs> How uh, and the great Dave Evan, who was a GM here for years, really did a great job. And I know Dave and Donna, Donna's still with us here working. And uh, Dave um, uh, moved on a, a bunch of years ago, but uh, I worked with Dave as well. But Dave was a great GM, and I, I love the story how <laughs> Dave kicked my father and my uncle out of a sales meeting. That was fantastic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know, to to your dad's and your uncle's credit, uh, of course, they own the radio station. But uh, Dave Evan was a phenomenal general manager. And, and when I left WILI and I went to Hartford and I worked at three different stations in Hartford, um, uh, IOI was always considered one of the best stations in the state. Um, and it had 
everything to do with the way that Dave Evan ran it. So we were in a sales meeting one morning when I was working there before I went to Hartford, and uh, Dave was uh, talking about uh, you know what 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 to expect and what he wanted to know what we were doing, and uh, each salesperson was talking. Well, your dad and your uncle were in the back of his office, and they're kind of whispering and talking together, and all of a sudden. Dave banged the desk, and he said to your father and your uncle, he said, listen, you two, if you can't keep quiet, get the heck out of my office. <laughs> Good for and Dave. Good for Dave. I love it. And they left, though. Yeah, they, they left. They left. <laughs> I went out for a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it, 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 was, uh, it was always great. And, of course, you know, all of the – I was thinking, um, you know, selling on Main Street and thinking of all the, the great – stores and you know it, when when i was working there um uh at wli every thursday night was like third thursday is now i mean they didn't close the road but that's where everybody came to there was nowhere else to go and all of the stores were full and you had the great stores like uh Zing brothers uh that beautiful three floor bookstore they had um you had surplus center uh, Sam Gordon, and you could find pretty much anything in there. Um, Ron Jingris, uh, Dick Dick Nassif. Dick Nassif had the small store, and then when the the uh, the Woolworths closed, he bought Woolworths store, and that's where eventually moved his store. So, um, the great people, and I I could go on and on about the the store owners and all, and uh, it was it was it was great working in Willimantic for sure. Well, Jim, it was great talking to you. Thanks for uh, you know sharing some of these great stories uh, during your, your your vacation time up on the Cape. And uh, you know, if you if you're interested in getting back into sales, I can set you up with an interview with uh, Donna Evan and Andy Rose. <laughs> We'd love to have you back. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. Tell Donna that I said hello. But uh, I, I'm retired, so uh, probably <laughs> right. not. Thank you. Thank you, Jim, so much for spending a little time with us. Okay. Thank you. Have a good day.